Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. It's a great time to live in Mississippi, and we're talking about it. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show. Appreciate you joining us on Super Talk Radio or on Facebook or YouTube or your favorite podcast. We try to be there however you want to uh, and whenever you want to pay attention to us. We, we uh, continue to get amazing feedback as the show continues to, to roll out on Thursdays. Actually, it's moving to the Jackson and Delta markets. We're going to be adding more days and more markets as we go forward as we celebrate the people who are working so hard in the trenches to make Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. Hey, I came across a quote this morning from Pablo Picasso, and uh, and it related pretty well to the conversation I want to have today. So uh, let me let me get. Uh, by the way, it was uh, it was in a history book, and he uh, was born in October of 1881. But the famous um, artist Pablo Picasso, and here's what he said: The purpose of art is washing the dust of daily life off our souls. Think about that. The purpose of art is washing the dust of daily life off of our souls. That's true, isn't it? Uh, you know, it can be whether you're looking at a great artist like Pablo Picasso or maybe someone like uh, the famous coastal Mississippi artist, Walter Anderson. You know, it's, it's really easy to immerse yourself in great art. And we don't always understand what's happening in our minds when we look at great art, but it's happening. And uh, most of us have a sense of that, don't we? You know, you can also dust off the the, uh, the you can wash off the dust of of daily life uh, off of your soul by t- taking a look at the collective architecture that exists in a community. Architecture is art. Uh, it creates a special sense of place in a community that I talk about on this show all the time. And like art, it has the power to evoke a, a wide range of emotions, and, and they can be very unique and very personal to each of us. And so whether we're looking, so, so whether we really actually know that it's happening or not, it creates a heightened sense of aesthetic appreciation when we look at architecture. It enables us to, to recognize and maybe even admire the skills and the creativity and the craftsmanship of the collective designers that came together to create the the, the place uh, that uh, are the the places that make up coastal Mississippi, and then you think about things like color and composition and texture and artistic elements. It has a way of captivating us, and it enhances our understanding and the enjoyment of that area. This is happening whether we actually realize it or not, but it makes us feel. Uh, good about this place. It makes our visitors feel good about this place. So any, if you were to go to any coastal Mississippi community where there are people walking around downtown and watch them, what you will understand is that, that you get a better understanding of what creating a wonderful sense of place means. You get a, you get a, a chance to understand that it evokes sort of a shared emotion from the people who are there. And it can actually foster a sense of unity among diverse cultures, allowing people from different backgrounds to find a common ground and connect at a deeper level. You know, <clears throat> if you think about the cultures of coastal Mississippi, this is happening every single day in this culture. 
cultural melting pot of a place we call coastal Mississippi. And again, most of us don't even realize that it's happening, but it is definitely happening, and it's something we can too often take for granted. We, uh, we actually have a competitive advantage in coastal Mississippi because after Hurricane Katrina, we had to think about these things. We had to, we had to think about the, the fear, the huge fear that we had, that we would not be able to rebuild the sense of place that made coastal Mississippi such a wonderful place to live, work, and play. I had the opportunity, as many of us involved in the Governor's Commission, to work with the famed architect and planner Andreas Duani, who, uh, who came to coastal Mississippi after the storm. And and he urged us to stay focused on creating walkable communities. He wanted us to consider more strongly mixed use, where you have commercial and, and residential that coexist. He said, we have to have pedestrian-friendly pedestrian streets, and we need to stay focused on that. And then uh, more than anything, though, he said we have to rebuild our strong sense of place. We, if we have the architect, we, we have to make sure we capture the architecture that made this place so special. And by the way, he also emphasized that we had to re rebuild with uh, resiliency and uh, we had to be able to re uh, withstand future storms. And we've been doing that. We've been doing that at the highest level. As a result, I think I refer too often or most often about coastal Mississippi as, re, as a rebuilding renaissance. If you think about where we've come since Hurricane Katrina, that's really undeniable. Uh, Governor Haley Barber challenged us after the storm, and he was quick to point out that government will get us back on our knees, but it's private investors that's, that's going to help us get back on our feet. If you look across coastal Mississippi these days, uh, what you'll see is a is a is a cadre of private investors who, as I often say, are betting their ranches on coastal Mississippi. They're helping us rebuild that sense of place. And so they have not only helped us get back on our feet, I think they've actually helped us get back to running toward our goals. And what is emerging is, is beautiful. What you have here are investors by the name of Nico and Strunk and Cloyd and Condre and Spinner and others like them. Uh, two of those investors are joining me today, and I want to I want to welcome my friends Kelly and Ivan Spinner to the Ricky Matthews Show. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing well, thank you, Ricky. We're excited to be here. Yes, you, you, it's, it's, I'm excited to have you. You know, Ivan, I, I've uh, seen various interviews, and Kelly, you as well, that you, you buy into what this collection of communities means to coastal Mississippi, that the, each with its own unique sense of place, and when you add it up, it creates this region, this, this economic engine for Mississippi called, called coastal Mississippi. Uh, yeah, called coastal Mississippi. You buy into that lock, stock, and barrel, and wherever you're involved in development, you're, you're really focused on contributing to that sense of place. Where did that come from? You know, so before Katrina happened, me and my wife were married and we, you know, used to come here and visit. And, you know, after Katrina happened, it was just almost like devastating seeing all those beautiful antebellum homes and everything on the water destroyed. So after we moved here, you know, a few years after Katrina, you know, you saw these areas that were still like kind of like destitute. So for us to actually go into an area or, you know, a, a specific spot on Pass Road and kind of change it and bring it back to the way it was or make it better, you know, not only makes it better for my lives, but my kids' lives, but everyone else's. So, you know, we're really big into taking something that doesn't look great and really trying to put, just make it look really, really nice. So uh, we think it's, we've done well. And, you know, I appreciate all the other investors that are out there, like the Nikos and everyone else you said, 
um, it's important for all of us to get together and invest in our own community. Well, you bring it. You bring an experience. Like I had, uh, I commuted to to Miami weekly for uh, over two years from here, and uh, lived um, at the Marriott, Biscayne Bay Marriott, and next door at the Grand. You know, you know that, and the, and worked at the. Corporate headquarters for for Knight Ritter. We owned the newspaper in Boca. Spent a lot of time in Boca. Um, but when you get influenced by the various communities that make up that region, and and you have those experiences, it has a way of sort of shaping your understanding of what it means to build a sense of place. And you and and you've applied a lot of that. Yeah, if it's just aesthetic beauty that you you personally experienced, or whether it's something that you were involved with there, you you've brought that that kind of thinking to the work that you're doing here, haven't you? Yeah, what's funny is I had no idea. I've never been in the development or the real estate game until I moved here. So I was always in the insurance space. But when we moved here and we saw the opportunity, I mean, I believe the opportunity in the Gulf Coast, just price-wise and location and ever the beauty of it and how nice the people are. I mean, I think it's a it's a gem that people don't know about. So when you have the opportunity to buy stuff at a much better value than you do in other areas like South Florida, which I'm from, um, it just able to take that beauty that's from down there and the architecture and you know the style which is different than the you know the south down here and you kind of incorporate it together i think it, it's building something special you know uh, i think a lot of our buildings are white and more of a modern you know conservative kind of kind of end of it i think it's a little bit different but i think people here are warming up to it and that's the future i think um you know these clean lines is re really what people want and want everything simple rather than ornate well, I mean, a good example of that is, uh, is, of course, you built a new building. I think it's somewhere in the vicinity of 26,000 square feet, feet, if I remember that right. And then the other buildings that you bought along that stretch of of uh, Pass Road and Gulfport that really needed to be renewed. And the, the buildings are white and they, they, they sort of connect. Um, you would have never thought that that part, of, that part of Pass Road, that you would actually begin to view it as sort of a community in and of itself. But you did, you, you found a relationship between the buildings and it, and it feels right. Uh, where did that come from? Yeah, so we were lucky enough, me and uh, Jeremy Jernigan is my partner in the original building. We bought that building and had the land next to it. And we kind of said, hey, this is an opportunity for you know you to move your, into your own facility, you own it, and then kind of grow. And we, we built that one and then we decided to build the one next door. And we one of our big things was synergy. We didn't want to just put in a vape store or something else. We wanted to bring each and every building to have very have a lot of synergy. So like in the Hot Works building, you have Hot Works, um, a, a children's clothing store, and you and you have a day spa. So all those things, it's all about synergy. So and that, I think that's what we've done in all of them. And Jernigan's spot right next to him is another medical provider. And that's kind of what we've done. And then again, again the, the way it's designed and the, the renewal process that each of these buildings went through make them sort of related to one another beyond even who, who is actually in, in there as a tenant. Hey, when we come back on the other side, we'll find out where Kelly is from um, and hear from her. And we'll continue on and talk about some of the projects they're involved with, most recently the Bella in downtown Biloxi. What a terrific development that is. We'll see you after this break.
passion and love for Mississippi is why he's here. This is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. I have my friends Kelly and Ivan Spinner with us today. And as I mentioned, they're they're part of a of a long list of developers who are literally betting the ranch on coastal Mississippi, making millions of dollars of investment to make this a better place to live, work, and play. And I've had many of them on the show: Joe Cloyd, the Nico Brothers, the Condries. I look forward to having Strunk, who's doing some major work in Pascagoula as we speak. Um, we'll actually get into you know their interpretation of what they see happening along the coast of Mississippi. Um, Kelly and I have actually met down in uh, South Florida, but Kelly is from Biloxi. So, uh, Kelly, t- tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, I am from Biloxi, Mississippi. I was born and raised here. Um, my mom has a huge Italian family. So, um, straight out of college, I went to South Florida, met Ivan, and we had all three of our children there. But after years of coming here for um, holidays, and I fell in love with it, and we both decided that this would be a great place to raise our children. So we moved down here, and we've been here for almost 15 years now, um, and have loved it. Uh, that that's that's awesome, uh, Ivan. I, I have a lot of conversations with people who are not originally from here, and. Um, when they talk about what they experienced once they got here and what ultimately drew, I I've, I talked to one that had a big business in California, sold the business, moved here, has not looked back. They love it here. They love the people here. What's in the heart and soul of Mississippians is something that's a bit of a glue. You sort of experienced that, didn't you? Oh, no doubt. I mean, you know, being in being from South Florida and coming here, it's just two different worlds. You know, it's a real fast-paced world there. Um, people don't realize how much South Florida is, but it's fast paced. A lot of New Yorkers, people come down there and, you know, you know, I was working every day from seven in the morning till seven at night wearing suit and ties, you know, have being the ability to come here, wear shorts and t-shirts wear jeans and a, and a, you know, it's a polo shirt. It's just nice. And the people here are just so friendly and you have a lot of opportunity here. I mean, you have the ability to, you know, jump on your boat, go to the islands, do a lot of things that you're just really not able to do in South Florida like you think you are. It's, um, I mean, I lived in Florida pretty much my entire life, and I didn't, I never was a boat guy. And now I come here, and something I love and enjoy more than probably anything on the coast. Yeah, uh, me too. And, you know, what? To, to be honest, we didn't have enough places to be able to go on your boat for those of us who live on the water or those who launch our boats and enjoy coastal Mississippi. And, you know, pretty early in your development career, you realize that this is something that might be important to coastal Mississippians. And you've not you, you've built not one but two uh, facilities that are great places to go in boats, and you've sort of captured the essence of that. You, you, you just got it, didn't you? Yeah, you know, you're going down to like South Florida or Destin or any of those places. You see so many people rolling up on their boat and going to a restaurant, which is amazing. But not only that, but just being on the water and like you know sitting outside, listening to live music, and just have the view of the water just makes everything common. So, you know, that was one of my first opportunities is off the Rain Cowan Road is building that, building the restaurant there. Now it's Flamingo Landing, um, which guys from New Orleans run and, and manage. It's been phenomenal. And then I did the one in Ocean Springs with uh, Bacchus on the Bayou and Eat, Drink, Love, which is next door. 
And now we're in the process of Hansborough Point, which will have a restaurant down there as well. So, I mean, I do think the more, and on that whole area in Lorraine County, which you know well, I mean, there's been so many amazing places you can go on your boat. I mean, you know, Stacy's done an amazing job with Captain Al's. You have Blowfly in. You have, there's so many things you can do now in your boat. You just be able to drive up there, you know, get off your boat, have a drink, go back out. If you want to go to the islands or roll up the river, you can do all those all those things in a, in a day pretty easily. Well, you had a vision. You had a vision for this place in Hansboro that uh, you built on the water there, and uh, it's amazing to see it come out of the ground and and come to fruition, isn't it? Yeah, I have an amazing contractor, Garland Pemberton's kind of the developer as a whole. He's a contractor and a partner on that project. And, um, you know, I'm just a guy, Kelly and I, especially Kelly, is more like the visionary. Kelly likes to look at the projects and decides everything. She, um, she pretty much all my projects I do, no matter if it's a house or a, co- or a condo or even a restaurant or, a, or an office building, even this Gulf Coast Exotic, she pretty much does all the interior. So I pretty much have to get her her blessing to say yes or no <laughs> one way or the other. Well, Kelly, but, is that what you did down in South Florida? No, I did not. I've just always had a passion for it. And, you know, Ivan and I, when he and a lot of his business ventures, he'll do something, he'll ask me uh, my opinion, and I kind of just take over the role. Um, our brain gets going and I can't stop. So we've kind of just fallen into that with each other. And a lot of the things that we've kind of fallen into is things that we would like to do and experience ourselves. So, you know, like the boat that we love being on the water. And I was like, wouldn't it be wonderful if we could just stop and have a bite to eat or, you know, and everything that's like close to us. So um, that's how that had originated. And um, now here we are doing buildings and restaurants and Airbnbs. <laughs> and um, we work well. Ivan has a lot of great vision as well. And we, we see a lot of the um, same visions and, um, he has a lot of input, and but he is great. Let's take the reins. Yeah, well, actually, what we'll do in just a second, we'll get into the Bella and see how sort of that creative vision comes to fruition, which, you know, it's a very unique place. But preceding that, uh, you think about, Ivan, you, you began to recognize that short-term rentals were going to be part of the success story for Coastal Mississippi. And it's something we should be open to. We got to be smart about how we implement it. But you see that being part of of our future, don't you? Yeah, I think it's a part of everyone's future. I mean, I think with COVID, I think a lot of people realized you don't want to just be crammed up in a hotel. You want to have the ability that if you want to go with other families or your family and you want to enjoy your own pool or outdoor entertainment, you have the ability to do it. I mean, short-term rentals are here to stay. You know, obviously, you start seeing a lot more people and things slow down a little bit here and there. But it, it is obviously the future. Um, people just want to have the ability to go to a certain place, pack up for a day, two days, three days, be able to stay at different venues. So I think um, it's a really important thing for the coast. And I think a lot of people don't realize is one of the good things about short-term rentals compared to a long-term rental is you know immediately if that rental or that thing is not well-maintained. And typically, if you have a short-term rental, you're always going to maintain the grass, the exterior, the interior. So for neighbors and stuff, not, not really counting neighbors in a, in a subdivision, but for neighbors on the beach and other areas like that, it's really a, it benefits them rather than just having someone living there and worrying about if they're going to do their lawn or worry about their exterior. 
Typically, people with short-term rentals are going to want to keep them in great shape because it's all about the ratings. You need to have five-star ratings to make people want to come back to your facility more than once. And, and, and the other thing is you have to sort of understand the, where the market is headed. I mean, the reality is that let's just take my family, for example. We we do a, a big family reunion down in um, uh, Miramar Beach, you know, adjacent to Destin every year. And we rent the same house every year. And it's a very large house. Very, I think 10, 11 bedrooms, just a gigantic house. But we all stay in the same house, you know, over three floors and we enjoy it and we have a great time together. Uh, we would never be able to accomplish that, obviously, if we went to a hotel. You know, the hotel is right for certain situations, but that's not that doesn't fit our need. But you think about just people in general when they go. A lot of people, just the market in general, they they want to rent a house. So they when they go into a, a community that they want to go on vacation in, they expect to have a good choices of houses to stay in. If we don't have a good choice of houses to stay in, we lose ultimately. So if you think about boutique hotels, the way those have emerged as part of the solution, you know, larger hotels, the casino hotels, and then you add to that the short-term vacation rentals, you know, that's what a vacation market should look like. And we should build that out. We should be focused on it. And, um, you know, good investment is going to be made because the other reality is that people who do short-term rentals have a very strong expectation for what they will get when they get there. And the amenities have to be there. The cleanliness has to be there. The upkeep has to be there. All these things kind of come together to create a vacation market. And you, you get that, don't you? Yeah, and there's no doubt. And what people don't understand as an as an owner of a lot of short-term rentals and, you know, now the Bella, you know, 40% of my business in short-term rentals are repeat customers. So the key is it might take a year or two to get that short-term rental up and running. But if you're doing it right and care about customer service, you know, those people are going to be coming back year after year after year, kind of like you're doing in the house. And same with Kelly and I, when we go to Destin, typically we'll rent the same house because we're happy. You know, it's got 10, 11 bedrooms. You go with three or four families. And it's so amazing being out there, be able to eat together, go in the living room, play games, listen to music. It's just a different, completely different environment than staying at a hotel and meeting in a hotel lobby. You're, I think the memories you get amongst the family and friends are much better on a, in, a, in being in an atmosphere like that. That, that is that is for sure. So let me ask you a question. Did the I know the concept of Bella, named after your daughter, evolved over some time, but um, but I'm curious if the building came available and you developed the Bella, or you had the Bella vision and you found the building. We'll come back to that when we get on the other side as we continue our conversation with Kelly and Ivan Spinner. We'll see you after this. Mississippi. It's the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. I have my friends Kelly and Ivan Spinner with us. And um, Ivan and Kelly, when you heard me talk about what Haley Barber said after Hurricane Katrina, 
the government's going to help us get back on our knees, but it's private investment that's going to get us back on our feet again. And you, th- you think about the Nikos and the Strunks and the Cloys and the Condries and a long list of others, including yourselves. That could not be more true, though. I mean, the investors don't just bring money, but they bring vision and they bring how their project's going to connect. And man, usually they're going in the cities that have a very strong expectation for what they want to see. So it takes a partnership, doesn't it? But it all fits together. And the role that private investment plays in creating a sense of place is huge, isn't it? There's no doubt. I mean, you know, and I think what's great about the, all the people you named is everyone here is from local. So being, you know, people here from around this area, investing in their own community, I think is probably one of the best things. You care so much more. So, you know, that's my big pitch to everybody that lives around here. You have a lot of big names, a lot of people from our coast, but invest in your own where you live. I think doing something like that only makes our whole area so much better. So don't worry about areas you might want to invest in, you know, in another state or another massive city. You know, look to really invest your dollars here. I mean, I believe this is the best opportunity. I tell all the kids that always ask me, hey, what should I do? Invest in yourself. Invest in your area that you want to be, that you live in. And I think it's a win-win for everybody. So, Kelly, did the, the Bella concept come first, or did you find the building and say, man, this would be a great concept to do there? No, I then found the building, and I'm like, what are you going to do with this bank? I don't know what we're going to do with it. He was thinking of doing offices at the beginning, and then he came up with this Airbnb concept because we are, you know, we, we um are depend on a lot of the tourists coming down here. And so that's why the Airbnbs have been so big because downtown Biloxi, he need, we have a demand for more people to stay so that we can enjoy all of these things that are being built and entertainment that we have. Um, when he came up with the Airbnb concept, he asked me to, you know, put my um, touch on it. And we do a lot of traveling. We like to go to Vegas. We like to go to Nashville. We're in Boca Raton and Miami a lot. So when we do these traveling, we go to a lot of places. And I'm on Instagram continuously and follow these places to see a lot of the new design that they have, what's new, what's hot, what kind of vibe it has. So we wanted to bring a lot of that flair from these other areas that we like to go to and experience when we're traveling and bring it here locally so that we can enjoy it here at home. Um, so that's what we did. So, uh, you know, you, you, I'm sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's got a lot of like cool concepts. You know, we went with, you know, a darker color palette and popped a lot of color with the artwork that we did, which is um, a lot of selfie stations. Yeah, we'll actually get into a little bit more specifics about that here in just a second. But one of the, you know, you call it sort of an Airbnb concept. I call it sort of a, of a, of a uh, kind of a niche hotel of some sort, you know, a micro hotel or boutique hotel. What's 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 really cool about it is that technology, the kind of technology that supports Airbnbs, support this, and it creates a real opportunity for you. So it doesn't matter what you call it. At the end of the day. It's short-term rental opportunities that are taking advantage of the latest technology, and that that has made that has made managing it a little bit easier, hasn't it? Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, you know, when we when I first bought the building, it was all about location, you know. And then when you after go by location, I, mean, I love the building. I love the location. I thought it was like kind of like Maine and Maine, the best corner in downtown Biloxi. And you know, one of the things we looked at is like what's the highest and best use of that building. 
And I think downtown Biloxi is on the verge of actually blowing up to be really successful. I think the whole Howard Avenue, the whole Beaumarche, all the restaurants, all the bars. I think if you get people living, drinking, sleeping in that area, it's going to really blow up. I mean, I think it's got an opportunity to be like, you know, a broad a Broadway on in Nashville. I mean, there's a lot of really great things in that area. That, um, that we're trying to bring as well. Like, so we have these smoky golf carts that, you know, uh, electric cars that actually drive around with the bell on it. But I think downtown Biloxi is on the verge of being like the next super hot city on the coast. Hey, listen, I, I can't agree more. I talk about it all the time. And you've got a mayor who gets it. And you've got a city that's really motivated to try to bring it all together. But if you think about Biloxi, just in terms of sort of, first of all, historically, just a great place. I mean, just the, just the way the buildings sort of fit together there, the old, the old uh, street you know, corridor and the walkable community, all that is is uh, is the way it used to be. And we're just wanting to bring that back. But then when you think about the proximity to the casinos and the number of people that are going to the casinos and the and, and they are a feeder of people into these areas, add to that the, the Ground Zero Blues Club. And I mean, the list just goes on and on. But when you then you add mixed use to it, the, the fact that people live downtown, not just temporarily, but permanently live downtown, then that brings life to a city, and uh, and that's that's a scenario where all the pieces are, are 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 sort of working together to create a vibe that is going to be very unique to Biloxi and create for Biloxi its unique sense of place. That's gonna you know it will stand out. It'll stand out with Bay St. Louis and Ocean Springs and the other communities in a very unique way, and and you got that. But I tell you the other thing you understood is that there were other investors there betting their ranches on that vision too, weren't there? Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, I'm I'm really tight with a lot of the other investors, the guys that you name. So we brainstorm a lot. I mean, I even had Ted over there looking at a property I was looking, you know, he, he's got a lot of visionary concepts um, that I like to see, like what he's done in Ocean Springs. And I'm really close with the Nico. So, I mean, I talked to Jordan quite a bit. So it's just those guys hearing that. And I think we all support each other. You know, we might have built different projects, but we all want each other to do well. And I think that's one of the differences. There's no competition. We want, if we all can build in that area and make it more successful, it's a win for everybody. So I think that's one of the special things, especially about the South, is a lot of people that are, are rooting for each other. And we want to see this place grow. We want to see it successful. Well, I th as I said earlier, the, the role that architecture plays, architecture is art. It, it, it plays a big role. And when you think about that building, you know, this bank building that had been there over, over all those years, and suddenly you're going to take this building and completely convert it, make something completely different from it. That takes vision. That takes, you know, architectural vision. Um, as that thing sort of unfolded on paper, did you get super excited about the possibilities? Yeah, I think we got excited. Um, I think we got nervous as well. Like, hey, how is this going to work? You know, luckily the building looks a lot older than it is. So it looks like it's very historic, but it's a very well done building, very, very well made. So we had, you know, we had good bones for the building. Um, but one of the things we did want to incorporate was a restaurant. So we have the Brew Paddle, which is an amazing restaurant. I recommend everyone going there. Um, but we wanted to incorporate, you know, something that people can go there, have a coffee, eat breakfast, eat lunch, go enjoy themselves, eat outside, eat inside, also give everyone balconies. So, you know, we added all those balconies up top. So every one of our, every one of our rooms, you'd have a balcony or a little, um, 
uh, like a patio area. So like during Mardi Gras, I mean, literally you're on Main and Main. It's it's a double crossing route for the parades. So we believe like those kind of experiences, if you're on the first floor or the second floor, you're going to experience almost like a New Orleans type hotel with those balconies and that atmosphere. So I think it's going to be um, really exciting, especially coming, you know, through Mardi Gras season and going forward over the years to come. Hey, let me let me emphasize something that you said for people so they can truly appreciate what it is, this point about being nervous and the fact that it's a more modern building. If you go uh, to the east of you, you know, those buildings there and, and conversations I've had with developers there, they literally described it as an archaeological dig. Layers and layers and layers of years of walls and you know you don't know what and oh and the cost just out of sight costly, um, but that's what it takes when you have a historic district and you're trying to you're trying to re- re- rebuild some of that. You fortunately did not have to deal with a lot of that, and um, I bet you counted your lucky stars on that one. Yeah, I mean, we didn't have to nearly deal as much as like people like the Bark Building or Jordan did with Josette's. But yeah, I mean, we still experienced. I mean, you t- pretty much take your budget and rip it up because you're <laughs> never even close to it. Even with any building like that size and doing that stuff, I mean, whatever your budget is, always expected to be on stuff like this, 25 to 50% more. And it always takes more time. So, um, but I think after all that's said and done, Garland Pemberton who built it, helped doing it, did an amazing job. And we're really excited about it. And we know it's gonna take time for it to grow. And we want it to take time for it to grow to make sure all of our kinks are out. We believe in the next two, three, four, five, 20 years from now, the Bell is gonna be a landmark in downtown Biloxi. Hey, you know what I like? I mean, I'm just thinking out loud about it, but I think about um, people locally who may get married, have people coming in from out of town could like lease the whole thing for themselves or- It's funny you said that, we already have that. Excuse me? We are exactly. It's one of the funny things you said is we already have that in place today. I think uh, already we have two or three uh, weddings that have already taken out the whole hotel, even rented out the restaurant for their events for bridal parties and stuff like that. So I mean, literally, we're next door. So you could be in the Bella, get have your all your bridal parties, your do all your hair, do all your maid, have food downstairs at the Bella, and walk across the street to get married. So it's going to be a very special place. Hey, when we come back on the other side with Kelly and Ivan. Spinner will talk a little bit more about the, the artistic creativity of, related to the Bella. And then we'll kind of take a, a, a jog down coastal Mississippi and get Ivan's thoughts about what he sees. We'll see you after this break. The Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. I'm having a terrific conversation with my friends Kelly and Ivan Spinner about their development, their development work, their investment work in coastal Mississippi, and and, and more specifically, uh, the last segment and then part of the segment, we're going to continue to talk a little bit more about the Bella Project and how it came to fruition in this bank building and really this incredibly prime location in downtown Biloxi. So, Kelly, you know, this, this notion of 
of this very contemporary design that's focused on, uh, you know, rock and other artists. Where where did that come from? Because I think that's super cool. Well, in South Mississippi here, a lot of our um, entertainment is, you know, concerts and uh, very much music driven. And with the um, with the um, blues club going in next door. We thought it would be great to maybe, in Hard Rock Casino, we thought maybe it would be great to have most of the inspiration musically, you know, driven. Um, we started just playing around with it, and then I started thinking, um, all, we have 13 suites in the Bella. And so we went ahead and had each suite individually themed. They each have their own name and their custom um, pillows, custom art, and all driven towards that theme. So one's like the Marilyn Monroe suite. So um, that one is, you know, has all Marilyn Monroe uh, art in there. And so it's not all music, but, um, you know, it has like a little vibe for each, you know, little vacation spot for each suite that you go into. On our website, you can look at each suite, see, take a look inside. Um, they're all little floor plans, a little different as well. But we have, you know, a blues, um, swing and sway. We have a jazz. We also have a hip hop suite, which with all the like East and West Coast rappers. So just a little bit of everything for everyone. Well, it makes sense to me because Mississippi is the uh, birthplace of American music, the king of rock and roll, the father of country music, the king of blues, all from Mississippi. And what a what a great connection that is. And when you think about this, the Delta and how it inspired the Beatles and Rolling Stones and so many others, um, it just it makes it makes a lot of sense to me. But it's it also looks cool. It's a it's got a real nice vibe to it. And uh, and then of course out out outside you've got that artificial turf and the big Bella sign. And uh, it seems like every time I go by there, there's people outside sort of congregating and whatever, but that's what y'all wanted, isn't it? Yeah, no doubt. We wanted it to be a spot that people can go take pictures and do selfies or Instagrams with. So Kelly made a lot of cool things inside that says like slept at the Bella and stuff like that. People could take shots on, you know, for Instagram. And then we have a, you know, in the, in the restaurant, we have a vault you know, the actual bank vault that was in. So people could eat and dine in that little vault area, have a little private meeting. So just like really cool concepts to kind of keep the bank that everyone knows was a bank. So I don't know if people, if you know, but we have an ATM machine still there with Wells Fargo. So I, I made an arrangement with them. They're keeping the ATM machine. We just signed another another lease with them. So just kind of keep it like, hey, this was a bank and what we've done and changed. So to keep the vault, keep the ATM machine, keep the drive-through, just kind of make it just history in, it, in its making. So that's kind of really how we wanted to kind of keep that legacy going on. I think it's neat the way you use the vault. I remember going to dinner. I used to spend a lot of time in New York when I worked for, for Advanced Condé Nast. And uh, there's a restaurant in New York that's in a uh, in a bank building, and and they had I was trying to remember it was a they had a wine cellar in the vault, and uh, it's cool that you made that into a room. But you know you, you know that just goes to say we're not going to gut the whole thing. We're going to try to keep some of it to to make sense and you know toward toward our vision. <clears throat> and you guys did that. Anything else you want to say about the Bella before I ask you some other questions about the coast? 
No, so the Bell, one of the things that's unique is, as you said, it, it is a short-term rental, but it really is almost like a boutique hotel. And that was kind of the concept of it. We just made it like that because it's more manless, so there's no front desk. Make it easier for people on an app to go in there and do it. And we decided as of today, for the next few months, we're going to do one-night rentals. So typically with short terms, there's two- or three-day rentals. But we wanted to kind of give people the atmosphere. And if they want to come in for a night or whatever it is, we're going to give them that opportunity just due to the request that people have asked. Yeah, well, cool. Anything else you want to say about it, Kelly, before we move on? Oh, I think you hit it all. Well, Great. listen, congratulations to both of y'all on, on all of your project and more, more specifically the Bella. So, Ivan, when you think about this beautiful River City and Moss Point and what Mayor Knight is doing in this just historic sort of comeback of Pascagoula and what's happening in Ocean Springs and Gautier. I mean, I could just take you down. You know, they're cool. Waveland was wiped off the face of the earth and Waveland starting to come back. Bay St. Louis has come back and, uh, you know, on a, uh, on a dramatic level. When you go across the coast, do you, do you feel this collection of communities that are coming back in such a cool way that's going to help coast of mississippi succeed we have less than a minute yeah, yeah I, I mean i believe it's i believe from one side of the coast to the other side of the coast it's going to be massive you know i believe what bay st louis did i think that's the opportunities that ocean spring uh that biloxi can do but i also believe moss point i met with the mayor i i think that area is beautiful when you go out there and see it it's like second to none people just don't know about it don't see it but it's an amazing i mean that it, it's like a portrait looking out of that water i love mayor knight i love that man and what he's doing. He's reinvented himself a hundred times. Doesn't have to do it, but he's doing it for the good of his community. Hey, listen, it's been a pleasure to visit with both of you today. And uh, congratulations. Look forward to having another visit in the future. Definitely. Thank you very much, Ricky. You're welcome. This has been Ivan and Kelly uh, Spinner. And uh, listen, have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.